Welcome to the Onto You podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Ivana Monde, a passionate, a creative who is intentional in storytelling, living on love, on purpose, and on God. My purpose is to give back to the world what I receive because selflessly storing it up won't do the work. In here, we love learning, we love crying, we love laughing. We love our ability, courage, we love evolving, bearing traumas, we love sustaining wellness, we love love, we love the Holy Trinity. If you do not want to hear about the big men up there or Jesus and the Holy Companion, this is not the space for you. We love doing unto others as they would unto us. If this sounds captivating, definitely subscribe and join our community. Hello guys, I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you guys are in good, really mental conditions. <laughs> so today really I just wanted to reassure anyone who's been feeling very heavy, who's been feeling discouraged because they probably maybe did not meet um, half of the bullet points in their 2023 year resolutions as we're approaching the end of the year. I know the pressure is really high to have a sort of high achievement. Um, you know, when you look at other people's lifestyles and how they've been progressing you might think this has not been your year but i i feel like um there is always something you just really really need to look and i know this might not be captivating but i promise you that it's really worth taking the first step it's really worth the leap of faith you will find that you have learned something maybe you had to learn something and there is still time and even if it overlaps to year 2024 the big jam here is the fact that you met what you were supposed to find so this past few weeks have been very um carefully molded into my life and i decided that maybe it's time we move into the gentle parts of becoming um of evolving of the self of wellness of sharing really um holistically the journey of being a girl or just as an individual so without any further ado today's topic is self-love the love of self unto you hey google what is self-love self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that supports our physical psychological and spiritual growth Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing. Thank you, Google. But now, let's do it the auntie way. Let's let's break it down. Okay. Let's break down self-love. As a more accessible and a more comprehensible um, language to us, this part actually means the fondness, the admiration, the tenderness, the deep affection, and intimacy. So when you look at all these factors, apply them to your relationship with your friend, with the family, and with the lover. You know that there needs to be fondness, um, uh, tenderness, this deep affection. These, these words are all synonymous but I feel like when you when we really look at them separately, they all, I mean, have a meeting point, but they are really all dif- different in their definitions and in their terminology. So this part actually means the fondness, admiration, tenderness, deep affection, intimacy with the self. Self-love, this is really all that it means. This is the, the background work, right? 
Um, so to be in relationship with your favorite self, you need to generate these qualities within. I think we really glamorize self-love. We use um, pink aesthetic pictures, Pinterest boards to encourage others to have this self-love as it being um, is it being the first and only definite step to achieving self-love? How do I achieve self-love? You just self-love. Is a second step? No, after self-love, you just self-love. You know, that's just really it, self-love. Um, in my primary years, I didn't like myself. I only liked other people. I liked other people. I didn't like noticing myself. So I lived in other people's bodies and realities. Had I took a glimpse of myself, I'd surely have a breakdown at self-harm and it was just really bad. Um, when I say it's, it's important to have intimacy with the self-self, I mean that you must have a relationship with the self. Because if you force self-love, right, and you use other people's methods and you use all those boards, you you are going to reach a place where you are stuck or confused because you are not aware of the groundwork that had to happen for for self-admiration rather let's you to take place you'll get to a place where you feel like i've done the work i have done the work i've done the nails the hair where's this promised feeling and i really that is a really awful setback you know um the reason why i decided to use the term self-love is because self-love is you know is a trend it's a very i feel like it's one of those necessary must-have trends like it's a very popular conversation out here you know we preach self-love more than we preach about the groundwork and the mess we had to clean um however i feel like in its trend it's healthy because we get to we get to really take in this beautiful movement you know we really get to be a part of this beautiful movement um in episode 12 we speak on uncaging from certainties in order to achieve the desired outcome. Uh, now, living with HIV made me believe I didn't qualify to be loved, firstly. Secondly, to be even loving my own self. Regardless of that, I wanted to love myself, right? I didn't like the toxic relationship I had with the self. So I really, for some time, didn't have you know, self-love. And my biggest challenge was body acceptance. I'd hear people speak of how in order to love your body, you need to have self-love, how... Like, it just made me feel like we're going in circles, we're going in circles, you know. Uh, I was a self-love advocate also, let's just say, trying to manipulate the generation of love in me. I'd post quotes, I'd do my hair, and post pictures of myself with the hashtag self-love. So the movement of self-love from my primary years to real time has emerged, like, tremendously. But I find that some of us are still practicing the former illusion of self-love. In primary, I had an emergency surgical procedure done and the repercussions of the surgery were very, very severe. Because of the urgency to stitch me up, my surgical scar wasn't the cutest. It also left my stomach with an imbalance and I was way more chubbier than I am right now. Uh, I was a bit, bit, bit more chubby. I was short, I was squeezed in, I didn't like myself, I didn't look like the other girls in my class, you know, the dream girl. They were tall, petite, and had curvy bodies and nice legs. They played netball, the hockey of that era. So I felt and looked unfit. I didn't understand why I had to get these features, including the scar and the disease, and it all happened to me. It all happened to me. I wouldn't wear dresses and skirts. I was always a men dresser. I didn't like how my body felt in girly clothing. I was uncomfortable and I really did not know how to walk in them. 
um can i just tell you that last year i saw my body for the first time and i went crazy i was insanely enticed by my body the scar was you know an obscure detail but i love that mystery more that was that was acceptance i literally um i literally kept staring you know at my body and I, i felt the the seriousness of the stitching i was caught in the thrill of my scar it decorated my body in a in a unique way i started feeling this love and obsession for my body in a way i haven't before and and that was acceptance do you know what happened there do you, do you know what the meeting place was i had to have a conversation with my body the most important conversation i uncovered was retracing where and when the self hatred began what happened for my body not to give me love back even when i'd post those quotes i'd dress pretty i'd do my hair i'd be like oh i look pretty you know so when he started speaking about you know um this i realized that it was the aftermath of the scar it stemmed from that surgical procedure i was only a child and my immature body hadn't consented to that my body you know couldn't trust me because i allowed it to be scarred for my benefit so trust left the relationship because of the selfishness these are all the unresolved conflicts with the inner child then as my body was in physical recovery i um you know i tortured my body's self esteem i broke it down i bullied my body at disregarded at devalued at silenced at hided uh it would sweat in heavy clothing in the summer i and i said mean words to myself instead of kind words instead of gentle affirmations so it really was not a safe environment so i had to then settle like an agreement with my body love wasn't the problem it was trust it was vulnerability it was forgiveness it was acceptance see i accept your apology my body said and i forgive you for scarring me it added we can work on our trust as we are being vulnerable those cornerstones were really important it was important for my body to understand that i was also just a child i was also twice as hurt and i i, I really didn't understand and i thought as a child it was impossible then for my body to understand because we were both immature so she she took it personal i had to get to a place of regrets and pay my respects my body was trapped in the stage of its trauma there wouldn't be progression if that shadow work didn't happen so you see now that love wasn't in question It's not that I didn't love my body. It's that these things happened to me in my body. And the moment that we stopped seeing the aspects of ourselves as just body parts, we enter into an agreement with them and in and more sync with scripture. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. The way I've been created by God twice, actually actually three times. <laughs> okay, birth surgery reshape then the spiritual rebirth <laughs> yo so my so my creation really should inspire admiration towards my own self towards god mostly because how can i love us god so much you know how can i this was all just collateral beauty 
It is because of this God that I'm enabled to witness the glory of God, to preach about the glory of God to others. So so this was what had to happen, you know, to my body so I could get to this plane. So this could also apply to you. Get into conversation with the self, you know, what's the story? Um, personally, it's been a long way going. It's really been a long way going. And so before we continue, here are some introspection questions that I want to share with you guys. Number one, how am I loving the self? Number two, what does the self want? Number three, what is the self yearning for uh, that makes the love compatible? Number four, what's the language that my body uses so that we can be in communion with that body? Uh, for me, it was God. I had to see myself the way God sees me and how he wants me to see myself. And I had to meet God. I had to have an encounter with God. So what is your center? What is the meeting place for you and the self? And one of my greatest tip is communicate with the creator. You know, we were created to be dependent on a creator. We were created by a higher source, you know, so communicate with that person. Uh, communicate and say, you know what, my God, I don't feel much like myself. I don't feel good. I don't really like myself. And replace daily affirmations with, you know, godly affirmations. Instead of saying, I am beautiful and not believing it, um, say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, because at least that's the truth. Because we know God does not lie. We know that it's the truth. And so when you say that upon yourself, the doubts in your mind, the arguments, the self-esteem, they all become obedient to this truth. Proverbs 18 verse 12 then says, We should love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So it must follow that we cannot love others if we do not love our own selves first. And you know what? If we break down scripture, we really learn how to self-love in God's way. Not Eva's way, not Pinterest's way, not whoever's way, but God's way. This is one of the greatest commandments um, that we should love our neighbors as much as we love ourselves so it follows that we cannot love others if we do not love ourselves first so whatever you give to the other person comes from what you're already in commune with you know so you cannot give someone something you don't have that is literally impossible um, you cannot give someone money if you don't have money you cannot give someone um, the scope if you hadn't listened to the teacher in class when he was giving the scope, you can't give someone um, the answers to the, all the correct answers to the exam when you don't have the memory. That is not, it's not possible. So you give others what you have. And for you to see, see, okay, this is how I'm practicing it. This is what I'm learning from giving this to the other person. It actually, you know, adds to the love that we already have so if you don't love other people really this is the truth of it if you don't love other people if you don't care about other people if you don't trust other people if you if you who you are to another person is really who you are to yourself that is the truth we are all mirrors psychology says we are all mirrors of each other 
and I really believe that I have actually you know caught myself mirroring you know scripture also says the splinters that we point out from other people's eyes are only a beam like a reflection from our own splinters so you cannot see something in another person that is not in you I can't. So if you think someone is selfish, it's because you have been selfish in a way. <laughs> and if you love strategically so you can get something out, then that is always going to be the case with you and yourself, you know. And that is all. You're going to look for it everywhere. You're going to look for it everywhere. You're going to look for that love everywhere because you never do love genuinely. You do love a strategy that if I love this person, I'm going to have access to this kind of networking. If I love this person, I'm going to be loved also by the teacher and I'm going to get these notes. If I love this person, I'm going to have um, an opportunity to connect with that certain person that I really want to be talking to. If I if I love that person strategically, I, she'll tag me and I'll get followers from her account. You know, the truth, that is actually the truth of it. You cannot give something genuine to other people if it's not within you. There is a, a part in scripture where Jesus says, I verily I say unto you that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, sheesh, you will tell that tree to pick up its roots and go into the ocean and it will do so. If I am not quoting correctly, Lord forgive me. But I think it's just somewhere around that. And if you look at a mustard seed, it's so small. But what it produces is big, right? And so God says, if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you know. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. It's, however, its effect is because in its littleness, it contains, uh, I want to say, heavenly weight. Because that's faith. God wants it that way. So even with love, if your love is as small as a mustard seed, know that if you give it out to other people because you yourself are in self-destruction, but you have that audacity to give out love to other people, if you do that, if it's as small as a mustard seed, it will grow into the most beautiful, biggest tree, right? And so when you take that love and you plant it unto other people, imagine the effect that you're gonna get back imagine it's it's love is a boomerang what you give come back to you right so imagine the repercussions come back to you twice fold i think that the aim of this message is to say even though we're going through a certain season of you know not fully being in commune with the self and loving holistically whatever you give and you give it out honestly to other people, God will see that. And because of God's character and how faithful he is, he will get that twice fold. Because you were able to be selfless and give that out anyways. I may not be feeling my best self, but this person needs love, so I'm going to love them. God is love. God is the love that you'll be giving out. And so imagine how much greater is going to come back in you. Do not ever, do not ever curse yourself for giving out love to others. When it, when it looks like they are not giving any back to you, you know that your great God, your great God's got you covered, you know. So perhaps you can take this period to meditate on Proverbs 18 verse 12 and I will read it again. We should love our neighbors as we love our own selves. 
so it must follow that we cannot love others if we do not love ourselves first amen the radical generation of the love of self is a beautiful way to practice coming together with the self while romanticizing love there is no doubt that once you start loving yourself you'll be able to really see <laughs> here's 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 something um to ponder on the eye is a portal to the soul right so the amount of beauty you see in the world is the amount of beauty that is in you and that beauty that is in you is another portal that generates the love of self so once you 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 have this radical generation of you know self-love in you and you're practicing love with the self inevitably you'll start romanticizing love everything's gonna appear beautiful even what you've seen before you'll see for the first time and realize that it's beautiful the cherry on top is that you will develop a fellowship with the self you know a fond connection you know the state of i can't wait to go home and be with myself <laughs> you know it connects you to you with that agreement happening you're able to not deny yourself or others because you're in connection with love in its entirety because without your own connection you constantly look for it everywhere and be disappointed when you cannot find it or feel it you also have this miscon of wanting to be dependent on other people's love can be sure that even when you're giving love out on your worst day when you feel like nobody's giving back to you god who is our greatest love sees from heaven and he will not let you go unfought for he'll not let you go with an empty vase he fills us up and i feel like um for me right uh radical the radical generation of love happened when i said to god you know fill me up with more of you because i know that more of him is love he is love god is love scripture says god is love and when you actually experience and feel and practice love honestly it also becomes like surreal you realize that actually god is love <laughs> that is mind-blowing because you feel that you know what i wouldn't have felt this feeling any other way it just had to be god hey I love you. Take care of yourself. You are a very important detail in this world. Otherwise, God would have not created you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. We've reached the end of our episode and feel free to share this episode with anyone who you think might need to hear this. We'd really appreciate your feedback. On any of your streaming platforms, you can leave us a review and a rating we have a community page on instagram and the handle is auntie podcast take care of yourself love notes from your host iba